It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, hour number three on a Tuesday. We're getting November started. Some all kinds of crazy NFL moves. We're trying to keep up with all of it. Chad and Zay on this Tuesday, hour three, starting with Zay's choice. What do you got, Zay? It's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake. It's the first of the month. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm, Somebody requested that yesterday, so... Might as well okay. give them first of the month Very instrumental, nice. or I can give you a little busy bone. That's how Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's how they sound. Fantastic. That's how they sound. Bone Thugs and Harmony. The song is called First of the Month. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Here on this November the first. Hope everybody had a great Halloween. Zay and I celebrated. With 50 Cent Sonic Corn Dogs, because... Going down again today. Air fryer time, oh, baby. Zay, Got five waiting. Zay really thought this thing through. <laughs> I have already killed the three I bought for myself. My wife ate her two last night, and we should have got ten. So we could have done the five and five. We did do the air fryer last night. Oh, solid. Got them home. A little bit of, uh, you know, sprucing up in the air fryer, and they were fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, good stuff. Shout out to Sonic and those great corn dogs. Uh, hopefully you had some good candy last night or a good Halloween party last night, whatever it was you were doing. We hope you uh, had a great time. Hope everybody's safe and sound today as we start November. We start November with a ton of NFL trade deadline moves. Let's see if we can go back over them. TJ Hawkinson, the tight end, ends up in Minnesota. So the Cowboys will have to face him twice in a month. Uh, kind of crazy there. Dan Campbell and Detroit moving him in division. Chase Claypool reportedly headed to Chicago for a second-round pick. Bradley Chubb and Chase Edmonds are involved in the same deal. Bradley Chubb's going to end up in Miami. Chase Edmonds ends up in Denver. There's a first-round pick. That's involved there. So if you want to know what Bradley Chubb is worth, a first-round pick is part of what goes the other way there. And Zay, just in the last couple of minutes, um, saw a report that Jeff Wilson, the running back from San Francisco, headed to Miami. So the Dolphins may be making another move. All right. Man, a lot going on today. And the Cowboys still have not made a move that I know of, but I know Cowboy fans are kind of wanting one. Come on, Jerry. The guy I wanted just the guy I wanted is headed to Miami. As a Cowboys fan, I wanted Bradley Chubb. Yeah. yeah. I wanted because to me, I believe in this league, there are the, the two most important things you gotta have are do you have the quarterback or do you have the guys to go get the quarterback? I know the Cowboys already have a little bit of that. They do. They do. Lawrence, the way Armstrong is playing, obviously Micah Parsons. 
but adding one more dangerous ingredient, like they did, you know, a couple years back when they had Quinn on the team and guys, a, a guy like that. Um, by the way, we probably didn't talk enough about um, Dante Fowler yesterday mm. and the way he is playing right now. That dude is everywhere. He must. I felt like he. I felt like he had twenty tackles on Sunday. And he was just all over the field. Shout out to fifty six. That kind of move has really paid dividends for the Cowboys. Maybe they do have enough. Maybe they do. Cowboys fans. And maybe it's not absolutely imperative. They did make the Hankins move on the defensive line. They'd already made the Peters move on the offensive line. Is that enough for the Cowboys to keep up? Just feels like there's a little pressure there when you have the Niners making that move and then the Eagles making that move and then the Vikings the Vikings making the move to get Hawkinson and then over in the AFC you got Roquan Smith going to Baltimore and now you've got Bradley Chubb going to Miami. Not that Miami's I don't consider them necessarily a threat to the Cowboys, but you get the point anyway. To me, you you know that move takes Chubb away from them. But if that deal, if if the report that we're seeing is true, I, I guess I can understand how the Cowboys would not. In, end up with Bradley Chubb if it cost a first-round pick. Yeah, that might be a little too hefty, even yeah. though I just saw a statistic pop up on ESPN and says, rushers who beat their man more than anybody in the league, Micah Parsons, number one, your Aggie brother in Miles Garrett, number two, uh-huh. Bradley Chubb, number three. So, man. yeah, just picture him on the opposite side of Michael Parsons. Well, Michael Parsons plays anywhere, but sure. still, like, maybe you can set it up Dan that way. Quinn, Dan right. Quinn, what he would have done with both of those guys, having them move around and cause havoc, clearly we won't be able to see that. And, yes, Bradley Chubb is somebody that still could cause havoc for a defense. But, yeah, I, I just seeing all of these other teams make moves, if you're a Cowboys fan, eh, has you a little bit nervous, a little nervous now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll see if the Cowboys make a move today uh, or not. Somebody's texted in, Jerry is all talk and no trousers, he is. Oh, say it in an English accent, my bad. Jerry's all talk and no trousers, he is. That's the way they meant that. <laughs> Sorry. Just got make, to right. make sure I do that the right way. Um, a lot of folks sending in uh, stuff on the Specs text line, 337-3776. We have talked some Longhorn football. We'll continue to uh, we'll turn our uh, attention towards K-State in a big way tomorrow as we get ready for that one. There was another players-only meeting in the last day or so with the Longhorns really trying to figure out what's going on with those second halves of games. So we'll get into that. Uh, I thought Sark's comment was interesting this week when he said we get outside of ourselves in the second half. And I think he meant that with You're talking about himself, though? I think he meant it with everybody. All right. Like the players are doing it. He's doing it. He did say at one point that he does blame the play caller for some things. Who who would that be? He tried to joke about it. I I didn't laugh at all when he said that. No, you did not laugh. I was in the room with you. I was like, yo, this – this ain't the time to joke around, dog. <laughs> you did not especially, take that the way he meant it. Especially how you call plays in the second half, majority of the time, this ain't the point to be joking about it. I get it. You watched the games with your son. You had a nice, peaceful bye weekend. Y'all got to chop it up together and eat cookies while y'all watch games and stuff. That That is beautiful. But let, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. when we're going into Manhattan, them fools just put up 48, nada, nothing, 
on the team that you just lost to. Your quarterback looked shook in that last game. I need him to be way more comfortable than that. Yeah. Way more. Oh, yeah. Way more comfortable than that. I need more looks. Who's the third wide receiver? We ain't. We still don't know that. He don't, he don't know that. He's trying to throw guys in there to see what happens. Savion Red, Casey Kane. It ain't happening. So we got to mix it up to where everybody's getting involved. Bijan Robinson's getting his touches. Roadshaw's getting his touches all at the right times because Sark, you as the play caller slash head coach, has a feel for the game. Mm hmm. Somebody texting in, why is Texas favored versus K-State? I've been oh, on va- been damn, on vacation. Damn, damn, damn. We're, we're trying to figure it out, too. I think it's got to be the quarterback situation at K-State that's continuing. But, but if you just saw what Colin Klein did with Howard and that offense, and they just beat what was a top-10 team coming in yeah. like that, to me, K-State needs to be favored. I get your question there. I would have K-State as a home favorite. Yeah, they should be favored. And I, I'm i glad that and uh, that they have this problem, if it is a, even a problem. I'm Chris Kleiman, he's going to have to make a decision where to go with the guy that has the legs in Adrian Martinez or the guy who has you rolling and looking good right now with the hot hand, Will Howard. Like, Will Howard, he looked good in the TCU game before he went out. So it's just a matter of what are we going to see. We know the Longhorns struggle at times with both, especially those slants across the middle. We saw Hunter Deckers light them up with that. We saw Spencer Sanders light them up with that. I'm sure. K-State's got dudes yeah, to run it, too. they got dudes. We talked yeah. about Warner's son. We talked about, uh, what's my man's name? Yeah, Knowles. Knowles. Yeah, yeah. The, Bro- the Brooks kid's good, too. Yeah, he like, I, I like him a lot. That Still got to stop 22, Austin's very own Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. He's the second best running back in the conference. So this it's going to get real in Manhattan. And that secondary, no Ryan Watts. I don't know about him. I don't know if he'll be available. I don't know if Anthony Cook's going to be available. I'm nervous. Somebody agreed with you, Zay, on the text line here. It says, tell him, Zay, that S was soft joking about his mistakes. Hell no. Yeah, Hell no. can't have that, Sark. Somebody else says, Jerry Jones is just too damn cheap. He's going to tell us one thing, and then he's going to end up <laughs> not doing anything at all. Why is he so cheap? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm trying to like understand. Like I know. Little Henry going to be all right. Homeboy that was playing quarterback for Holland Hills a few years ago, he'll be okay. He's going to have money to live off of when he's a grown-ass man, and them kids going to have money. Yeah, I don't Spend some money on your team, dog. I, yeah, I've always chalked it up to just him not being the football guy he thinks he is. But I've just never, I've never really been able to understand the logic because at times he'll fall in love with guys, he'll give them way too much money. But he doesn't like the free agency thing and the trade thing. It just doesn't compute with him for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, this says Vegas favors the Horns to piss off the other team. It's the underdog effect. Yeah, maybe. And that seems to be – if I'm Chris Kleiman, that's all I would talk to my team about this week is the lack of respect that you are getting. Somebody texted, I'm not even nervous about K-State. Zero chance. We walk out of there with a win. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Whoa. Why we still got to play the game? I thought that was a bit of a flex, like a confident text, and then by the end of it, it, it was not uh, at all. Somebody says, calm down, Zay. We are going to win out, big dog. Hook them. All right. 
I, I hope we got that same energy. Somebody's ready. Okay, y'all being petty now. Deuce Vaughn from Round Rock. We in Austin don't claim him. That's petty. Come on, y'all. All right, y'all so, got to claim Deuce. Okay, somebody sent me a pop quiz. What is the song the first of the month about? My guess would be Bills or Do. It's either that or it's something. It's uh. I don't even know because you can't understand Bone Punks and Harmony. <laughs> you can't understand those fools. I don't know. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to guess. First of the month got to be about the yeah, about the rent. Yeah, I'm assuming bills. Yeah. Are, bills are due. Bills mortgage, are due. baby. Come on. Yeah, unless it's about a specific circumstance where the first of the month is something where you might want to be checking on whether or not there might be a new mouth to feed down the line. But normally, you're not going to put that with just the first of the month. No, that's just going to be a story that's, that's about a- are we are we on time or are we late. <laughs> That's about all that's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. not going to be about the first of the month, though. So it's got to be about that. Got to be about it. Somebody says it's about a welfare check. That's their. All right. That's the comment. Okay. Uh, so a lot of good texts coming in. Specs text line 337-3776. Longhorn's getting ready for K-State. The college football world is getting ready for the first CFP rankings. Zay, will you go with me on TCU at number four? That's going to be uh, – uh, we know that the other three teams are going to be – I'm saying Sonny Dykes' group needs to be number four. Do you, are you still leaning Michigan? Uh, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. All those ranked teams? All those ranked teams, yeah. we yeah, got to give them that love, 12, right? Yeah, the Big 12's tough. You know, uh, See, this is why more teams should be in the playoff because the, there's going to be teams left out that I think should have a chance. I mean, the winner of the Big 12 I think should get a shot. You know, the winner of the Big 12 should get a shot to play in the four. These teams are just too good. It's too much of a gauntlet. If you make it to the very end, then you deserve to be playing. Like, I, especially since that Michigan State-Ohio State game, I think the loser of that should be out. Most likely, those teams will be undefeated by that time. I, I still think they should be out. I think the Big 12 is better than the Big Ten overall. See, I think that's what's going to be so beautiful if we could ever get to this expanded playoff, especially if they push it all the way to 12. It's that if you get to the end of a season and you got Michigan and Ohio State and it's a badass matchup and they're both undefeated, then some people have argued about, well, then the regular season's going to mean less. Michigan Ohio State's never going to mean less, ever. It's never. a great rival game. No. What it's going to mean, though, is the winner – is going to get a one-up in some way. A winner will get a guaranteed spot. A winner will get a better spot. A winner might get a bye week, things like that. And then that loser is still going to have a chance to still be in if it's a you know 20-17 to 17 war and somebody wins. Now, if somebody gets whipped, that's different. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But for tonight, this first poll that really means nothing, I say throw the Horn Frogs in. Michigan people might get mad. Trust me, Clemson people will understand. Alabama people will snicker and pretend like they're still really good. And then the rest of the folks can do whatever they want, Oregon and USC or whatever. Um, Ultimately, I think uh, TCU is the is the play there. We'll we'll see what they do. See how they rank everybody. How do the other Big Twelve teams get ranked? That'll be interesting to see. If TCU's not in the four, where do they ultimately end up? That is tonight at six o'clock on ESPN. The first CFP rankings, and then at seven o'clock we have World Series Game Three: Astros and Phillies. Now we're two games into this thing, Zay. You said earlier. 
that you are going to be that you are rooting for the Astros. Are you still rooting for the Stros? Damn right. Okay. So you're hoping they get this done, shut everybody yeah. up about 2017. Yes, yes. Okay. I need my unk to get him one. I need him to get the monkey off of his back, yeah, the you're... chimpanzee off of his back. I'm tired of seeing my family always losing and being so close. He's too old for that. His blood pressure. You don't need that for his blood pressure. I don't need that for my blood pressure. I say, you know what I'm saying? I, I've been in this game a long time. Seen many losses. I want to trade every day for the world, baby. Boy, just give me one, baby. Little Jose Altuve, Speedy Gonzalez, baby. He He's starting to hit well. And we feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Had a good cheesesteak last night, too, by the way. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I want, I need Unk for him to get him one. He did get an extra day cheesesteak. He did. That's pretty good. He did. So he's feeling good. I know he's feeling good. He did get an extra day. And if Altuve keeps hitting like this, that'll be big. The other question for these teams is do they get to reset their pitching? Uh, So apparently Ranger Suarez is going tonight for Philly, but the question for them is are they going to try to move up Wheeler and Nola to get maybe more out of them than they would have thought? And then for the Astros, do you bring Framber Valdez back? Do you bring do you put Framber Valdez in the spot where you would have put Justin Verlander? That may be an interesting question coming up for Dusty and the Astros to really think on because of what you're seeing from Justin Verlander. Can't trust him. If your horse can't trust him. If your horse doesn't feel like your horse. If your horse isn't pitching like your horse. But Framber Valdez is doing that and snapping off those off-speed pitches that look like that. Do you? Maybe go, you know, I I, I haven't done the math. I'm assuming it'd be a short rest situation, like a one day off of what you'd want it to be for Valdez. But Yo, the way he be gripping that that ball, man, no wonder he got so much filthy stuff in those breaking ball pitches. Like, as he's different. Like, he has Philly fans shook. And I joke on here all the time about the cheating thing. He's clearly not cheating. They check homeboy after every inning. Sure. They've been doing that. But he just he got ha- magic hands. He's just got, yeah, he's just got the feel. He's got the right feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's getting it done. The other thing that's funny, I was thinking about, uh, is, I don't know where the, the temperatures are going to be in these games in Philly, but, of course, you go outside in the Philly games. There are certain games this time of year where if the temperature hits the right number, the, uh, the umpires will let the pitchers blow in their hand. Sometimes they do. Most of the time you can't. But if you get the temperature down to a certain spot, they'll let both starters know at the beginning of the game, hey, you guys, you're, al- you're allowed. We're good. You-, you can warm up the hand a little bit. Right. So I don't know where the temperatures are supposed to be. I don't think we're quite to that point in Philly right now. But, oh, my God, what will fans do? If they saw the Astros starter walk out to the mound and start blowing on his hand and they didn't realize it was a rule, that would freak them out a little bit. 7 o'clock tonight, Astros and Phillies, and it is the first of three, of course, in Philadelphia. Can the Phillies close this thing out, or are we headed back to Houston for sure? The game 6 and 7 now would push to Saturday and Sunday. If you didn't hear the story, they moved an Elton John concert that was supposed to be at... Minute made. They moved it like two weeks ago when they thought it could happen. Elton John and his folks said, that's it, we're out. So that's not happening. The concert got canceled so that they could make way for baseball. That happens tonight. Up next, Why Today Matters, November 1st. We'll tell you who's got a November 1 birthday, including uh, a guy who is now looking for his next job. Stay with us. Stems and Seeds, too, before we get out of here. Lots of NFL trade deadline stuff going on today all around the Cowboys, but no Cowboys story yet. We're still waiting on the horn.
but you nobody. I bought my homie alone for the ride. He came in to come out. Ride. I heard some like down on the floor. Even louder, we got shooters. Yeah, shooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned around, I was staring at. Hello. Watch his door, got security good. Rolling through a Tuesday. Right over counterpoint. What you got, Zay? Robin Thick, right here. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's go. My hands up, my hands up. Yeah, it's Robin Thicke and Lil Wayne. Ah, okay. Yeah, Wayne's about to go and destroy his verse. It's an incredible. No, in a good way. Oh, in a, a good, good way. Song. Okay, all right. In a good song. This is a fire song. Okay. Yeah, this is off of Wayne's second, not second album, second Carter album, Carter 2. What's the Lil Wayne album you told me to listen to? Uh, go Carter one first. Carter one. Okay. Another was one you told me to check out. All right, so we got uh, Robin Thicke and Lil Wayne uh, joining the show. Bone Thugs and Harmony, great beat to start the hour. Uh, take off and Quavo, rest in peace. Terrible story. Uh, Chicago Tara Kemp, thirty-eight special on the show today. Also musically, we're about to get into why today matters, Zay. Today matters in a big way to somebody in my house because Taylor Swift announced a, announced a tour. Oh, yeah. Oh, good Lord. Classic. My child could not stop talking this morning trying yeah. to figure out. A uh, couple of stops at Jerry World and one stop at NRG are your opportunities to catch T-Swizzle in the spring of 23. Wow, she's that big she can't even come to the mood? I know. I was disappointed. Wow. Why couldn't she come through and do what Harry Styles did? Harry Styles did six yeah, nights at the like, Just do like three nights. Go residency style. Yeah. Do you, do you know how many nights Harry's doing at the at the Forum in Inglewood? No. Fifteen. Fifteen? Fifteen. He's right in the middle of it right now. Damn. She keeps me updated every night about here's what he wore last night and here's what he wore last night and here's what he wore. Damn, I don't even think Magic Johnson performed that many times at the Forum. Good <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, uh, that, that might be true. Uh, yeah, so uh, a lot of musical stuff going on right now. If you're like me and you have a kid in the right age group, you might want to know that Taylor Swift is going to go on tour pretty quickly. All right, so uh, a lot of stuff on the board. The NFL trade deadline is today, a little later on this afternoon. I'm assuming it's like 4 or 5 o'clock our time, maybe is when everything cuts off. But a lot of uh, moves have been, um, been made today. Yeah, the Jaguars just traded for... Oh, uh, degenerate gambler Calvin Ridley. What? Yes, homeboy suspended, can't even play. Oh, they traded for him. What so, is it? 2023, Jaguars, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk. Not too bad of a wide receiver duo right there. See, that sounds like a joke you're setting up. You're serious? I'm, not, I'm dead serious. Wow. Yeah, Calvin oh, Ridley, when his degenerate gambling, I hope he got some help ass, is going to Jacksonville. Calvin Ridley to, to Jacksonville. You know what that means. Huh. He's betting on himself. 
He's betting on yeah, himself. Yeah, definitely bet on himself. Hope yeah. he's learned. We'll see what happens in 2023 there. All right, we'll continue to uh, add to that list. If you're just jumping in, Bradley Chubb and Jeff Wilson are both going to end up in Miami on separate deals. In the Bradley Chubb deal, Chase Edmonds is going to go the other way to Denver. Chase Claypool reportedly headed to Chicago. TJ Hawkinson reportedly headed to Minnesota. That kind of started the show today. And as far as why today matters... Let's go ahead and include this NBA drama because the Steve Nash thing is only the first part of that story. Let's go. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. I got to give him credit, Zay. I thought the Brooklyn Nets had enough drama where they maybe were done, but no, they've added an ingredient today. Not only have they fired Steve Nash, but now the reports are getting out that they are seriously looking at Ime Udoka the suspended coach of the Celtics. There are those that believe the Celtics are never going to let him coach again. So then they might not stand in the way if somebody wanted to go go get him. So Udoka could be the coach of the Nets, and maybe it's not even that long? Yeah, just because he got some booty doesn't make him a bad coach. <laughs> I mean, what? Like, that's what the Nets are saying. They say, hey, he didn't bang anybody on our staff. He didn't do anything with us. Actually, when he was with us, he was very classy. So, hey, Boston, if y'all are willing to get rid of him for something that's maybe in some people's eyes minor, then somebody's trash, another person's treasure. See, the problem with that story is going to be if they bring Udoka in as the coach, because there's, I think there's some... There's some evidence in that story, apparently, that would lead the Celtics to never have him back again that part of what happened was not consensual. That it wasn't just as simple as a consensual office relationship, that it was a little more complex than that. And that at times she would tell you that he was crossing lines. If that's true and the Nets take a chance on him, then they're sleazy. Then things could really come undone. Then that's that sleazy. I didn't know about right. the consent stuff. I thought everybody was cool with what was going on with MAU Doka, who was involved that wasn't like the Brooklyn Nets front office. They're going to need to make sure they vet that story all the way yeah, through. Yeah, definitely vet it out. Because I got a feeling, I mean, it's from, from the, some of the stuff I read, if you had, if you could get. that particular woman to sit down and you know do the interview and lay out all the the stuff and how it's going to work and obviously you can't do that yet because they're in an investigation and they're going through the the legal process or whatever but apparently there might be some stuff where he did cross a line at least in that's what her side of the story is they really might want to take a look at that that one surprised me a little bit to see but um, you know the NBA and drama that seems to be what it's all about so Udoka might be I may be headed that way with Yudoka possibly being uh, the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. For now, it's got to be Jacques Vaughn. He's the interim coach, but Steve Nash was fired earlier today. So a lot of stuff going on today as Spurs we fans start. remember Jacques Vaughn. Yeah. Old Kansas Jayhawk. That's right. Yeah. Kansas Jayhawk Playing guy. for Roy Williams. And he's been, mo- he's been moving up in the, obviously, in the coaching ranks. Yeah. Yeah, he has. I feel like he's had a job. He was a head coach at one time. Maybe it was a situation like this. I don't know, but shout out to him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there was some kind of a, uh, I think yeah, some kind of interim, some kind of, where is it here? As a coach, where is he? 
interim coach in Brooklyn in 20. Okay. Before Nash came in. Okay. Assistant with Brooklyn since 2016. Interim coach in 20. And interim coach again in 22. Yeah, I wanted to say they thought he was going to get the job before Nash got in. Maybe that's what it was. Like, okay, let's give it to this guy. Mm -hmm. But then Nash came in out of nowhere, never being a coach ever in his career, just like a player's coach, assistant type of guy. And, yeah, they throw him into the fire. And look where he's at now. Uh, Speaking of coaches and guys who have been fired, um, it's a weird happy birthday to Brian Harson today. He's, oh, that's brutal. He is 46 years old, and I don't think he is done. I do think the Auburn fit was really bad. And let me also be clear here, Zay. I do not mean, when I get on him about the fit at Auburn, I don't mean it's all on Brian Harson. The fit at Auburn is complicated, and I just don't think he is the guy that's going to be able to pull that off. That is a wild world at Auburn. When you listen to people talk about Auburn and the powers that be and the big money donors and all of that, they uh, they have a lot going on, a lot going on, and you got to be just the right guy. And they've spent years looking for just the right guy uh, to to deal with that. It's just not Brian Harson for me. But I do wonder where he ends up. I think Brian Harson is. I think he's somebody's guy. I think that really could work. He did a. I, I thought the Boise fit was great because it just made sense for him. It yeah, was, Boise statement that makes a lot of sense it was, for a lot of people because yeah. you could be very good but still be very low key. It was home for him. That one felt like the connection. So I think it's got to be something like that. Sometimes a lot more low key, a little bit lower level, uh, not as much craziness. Not I mean, dude, SEC West and the rival of Alabama, and that's just a specialized place. And I just don't think Brian Harson was going to be that dude. Yeah, I mean, when you're Nick Saban and you look on the other side and you see Brian Harson, you got to like your chances on that damn rivalry that you play every single year. And if you're on the other side, you're probably wondering, what the hell are we doing? Let's get rid of yeah. this guy. And yeah, look you, where he at now, too. You got to have the right kind of personality. You got to have some personality. I mean, like Brian Kelly, to me, I've said, doesn't really fit at LSU, but he's got twice the personality Brian Harson does. Brian Harson is just such a work. He's a dull guy, huh? He's got that not it's, dull's not the right way to it's 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 almost it's got a kind of a robotic feel to it at times, but he's just he's business. He is all business. Like I don't know what joke would make Brian Harson laugh, but I know I've never told it. Like I don't know what it was. <laughs> he's just a serious dude. He was like that when he was around here? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Which is fine when you're the OC. Yeah. When you're just kind of, you know, but you're not the guy. It's a weird fit when you're the guy, especially when you're supposed to be in that area. You're down south in the SEC in a big, boisterous conference. When you're not a big, boisterous guy, you better win a lot and buy a lot. And he didn't do better any- be able to recruit, too. Yeah, that's, and he didn't do any of those things. So, Brian Harson, happy birthday. Hope you, uh, hope you get all that figured out. Also on the birthday front today... Got uh, some uh, three musical birthdays of different sorts. Lyle Lovett, my Aggie brother, 65 today. Anthony Kiedis of the Peppers is 60 today. Anybody else feel old? Yeah, me too. And uh, also Zay Willie D of the Ghetto Boys is 56 years old. Which Ghetto Boys stuff would you tell me to go check out? Because I've never listened to a Ghetto Boys album all the way through. It has to be that album with Bushwick Bills in the hospital chair. I always forget the title of the album, but it's it's that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Scarface, mm-hmm. Willie D, Bushwick Bill, Ghetto Boys, Legends in Houston. Yeah. Uh, we Can't Be Stopped album. We 1991. Can't. Okay. Start with that. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Start with that. Willie D. Willie D's all right, but everybody knows Scarface carried the crew. Scarface was the Yeah, w- Willie D definitely is fire. He says Fifth Ward in almost every verse he has, but... <laughs> which I feel him, like Fifth Ward. That's, uh, hey, that's the hood right there. That's I, funny. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Everybody knows Scarface. Scarface is like considered one of the greatest in the South ever. Okay. Ever. All right. So, there you yeah, go. I would say Face, Willie D, Ghetto Boys. Start with that album. All right. Happy birthday to Willie D today. Also, if you are a pro wrestling fan, one of the best heels ever, one of the best managers ever, Bobby the Brain Heenan would have been 78 years old today. We lost Bobby in 2017. Uh, I'm watching some of this stuff on Vice, uh, the old territory stories and everything, and the Bobby Heenan stuff that was out there is incredible. Bobby, as a wrestler, as a manager, as whatever, nobody nobody could get heat like Bobby Heenan. Nobody could make a crowd hate him like Bobby Heenan could back in the day. Rest in peace to the great Bobby the Brain Heenan and always guaranteed if he was your manager, I hated you when I was a kid. That was just the way it worked. Uh, and then I realized along the lines, oh, I'm supposed to hate Bobby Heenan. That's why he's so good. All right, coming up, stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, we'll run down all those NFL trades that have happened today and get you set up for the night right here on the station. Got a little bit of a change in uh, in schedule for you tonight, but we're going to get you a little basketball. We're going to get you some high school football talk as well. So stay with us. It's the Horn. about to wrap it up on a Tuesday. I would have known this one, but only because of the movie. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Well, office space? Uh-huh. <laughs> that is the only reason. But I would have known that that is the Ghetto Boys and Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. That's right. I found that one out around the time the movie came out. The fact that Mike Judge was a big movie, movie, a big music fan. The fact that he had so many Texas connections and he was into the Ghetto Boys. Wait a minute, Mike Judge wrote Office Space? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My stapler. Dude, it's. I watch that movie once every six months, whether I need to or not. <laughs> I love that movie. I That's, love that movie too. Jennifer Aniston's awful in it, but I mean, oh, what, what? How? She's not good really in anything. Dare she's just you. a looker. I mean, Rachel's awful. There is no she need. She is terrible. Why would you come with such no. hatred and vinegar at no. the end of the show? Ross, Venom. Ross should have cheated because that's how bad of an oh, actor she was. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is harsh. We're just trying. I'm just trying to like reminisce about the Ghetto Boys song and you know Peter's using the drill to undo the door and no. everything and and Milton wants the stapler and you're attacking Jennifer Aniston. I love Office Space. Great movie. She ruins the movie. It could have been anyone else. Oh. I get it. She looks good. She's gorgeous. I get it. I'm all for that. But she's not making porn. She's acting. So let's be. Let's How keep it real. You. She's. Very overrated. Awful. Awful. I am not going with you there. I am not going to agree with you on that. I will, however, tell everyone that that is the Ghetto Boys. One of the Ghetto Boys has a birthday today, which is what created that one at the end. Willie D with a birthday today. If it makes you feel old, 56.
for Willie D today of the Ghetto Boys. All right, so we had that. We had little Robin Thicke and Lil Wayne. We had Bone Thugs and Harmony. We had Takeoff and Quavo. Rest in peace. To take off, you said? Yeah, rest in peace to take off. Oh, so sad. That's an awful story, man. Be careful when you go to Houston and you got money. Be careful where you go. My goodness. Uh, earlier in the show, Chicago, Tara Kemp, and 38 Special as well. It is Tuesday. We have started November. There's a lot going on. Uh, let's throw as much of it uh, at you as we can. Let's go stems and seeds before we get out of here. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. All right, brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. TJ Hawkinson to the Minnesota Vikings. Chase Claypool reportedly to the Bears. Bradley Chubb's going to end up in Miami. Chase Edmonds goes the other way to Denver. Jeff Wilson, the running back from San Francisco. Nope, he's going to Miami. And... Zay claims the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting Calvin Ridley for some reason. <laughs> They're getting them. They're getting them. What do you mean for some reason? He could go. It's ground floor. Ground floor because they just can't do it till next year. So they're they're just transferring the idea. Yeah. Okay. Calvin Ridley is going to end up in Jacksonville. Obviously, he's suspended for the rest of this season. So, Zay, by the time we come back tomorrow, will the Cowboys have done anything? No. I agree. Jerry Jones is a cheap mother. <laughs> mother, shut your uh, mouth, and yeah, they're not going to do anything. He thinks they're good. You have to trust me, Zay. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. I've got a system. It's been working for years. As he swirls that Johnny Walker blue. The system's been working four years. It just hadn't worked <laughs> in years. That's a big difference. There's a big difference. All right, tonight you got World Series Game 3, Astros and Phillies. We talked about that. First college football playoff rankings tonight at 6. I'm going to say I'm going to say they kick Tennessee up to number 1 and TCU gets in. There's my crazy prediction. <sighs> Come on, it's the first one. They know it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> they know this one's a throwaway. Hey, might as well. Go ahead. Go ahead and do that. Dude, make you could, everybody talk. Make us have a good conversation tomorrow. You could make Virginia Tech the number one team tonight if you really wanted to. No, I mean, who Damn, cares? Virginia Tech. I mean, there's no reason to, but you could. Is Mike Vick coming out the tunnel? You like, could, wow. You could do it if you really wanted to. No, you couldn't do that. They're, they're not that team. But we know it's going to be Georgia, Ohio State, and Tennessee. It's just a matter of which order you want to put those in. But go look. If you, if you just judge it on how many ranked teams have you beaten, TCU. You just got to get some love. They've beaten four of them in a row. You got to give them some love, man. Uh, and it, it's been pretty impressive. I understand a lot of it's been at home. They've done it more than other teams have. So that comes up tonight. Also, your drama in the NBA. The Nets have fired Steve Nash and are seriously considering Ime Udoka. Oh, please do your background check, Nets. According to ESPN, a deal could be made in between 24 to 48 hours. Wow, they are really interested. All right, Uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. We got uh, Ball Don't Lie coming up, Longhorn Weekly with Chris Beard at 7, and then at 8 o'clock, a special edition of Under the Lights. Special because they are out at Bush's Chicken on 620. Special start time as well, 8 o'clock for them tonight. They'll talk to Jeff Cheatham of Round Rock. They will talk to Cedar Ridge's Miles Brophy, and they will talk to Fred Dale of Anderson as we get closer to the end of the high school football regular season, and we're getting ready for the playoffs. Everybody have a good Tuesday. Astros fans, Philly fans, baseball fans, enjoy the World Series game. We'll talk plenty about that tomorrow and start talking about the weekend coming in football. Stay safe. See ya.